You are listening to a special pre-recorded episode of The Four Persons Show. Though we will not be taking live calls tonight, we want to answer any questions or comments you may have. Drop us a line at email at thefourpersons.com. In June of 1981, six young people from Croatia went up a hill near the village of Magigori in what was then rural Yugoslavia. When the six youngsters came down, they said that they had seen, quote-unquote, the gospa, the Croat word for lady. The local bishop was initially open to their claims of seeing the Blessed Mother, but after he interviewed them, and learned the full story, he knew that it was a complete hoax. As the years have passed since that time, and the false reports of the apparitions have continued, there has been more and more evidence of the full deception and fraud surrounding the idol of Magigori. That very blunt and stinging repudiation of the false apparitions of Magigoria was delivered by none other than Father Shannon Collins, the pastor of Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Park Hills, Kentucky. Donald Hartley, the target of tonight's show, claimed he could refute all of the points presented by this holy priest in his roughly 16-minute deconstruction of that false event. Hartley was just blowing smoke, and everyone knew it. Not once has Hartley even attempted to counter even one of the arguments presented. He can't. Feel free to watch the entire video of Father Collins in the article attached in the show notes of this show. However, first you must understand, this is not just some random priest with an opinion. Father Collins speaks for the Catholic Educational Foundation's Formed and Lighthouse Media whose church-approved productions are for sale in Catholic churches and bookstores around the world. He is also a spokesman for Census Fidelium and for the Fatima Center. His authority to speak on behalf of the official church is beyond question or repute, and he pulls no punches on the subject of Medjugorje. Let's begin with the glaring theological errors in connection with this false apparition. The error of religious indifferentism is present within this false apparition. In a sense, it's as if the Madonna has embraced Freemasonry. The Isle of Magigori stated to the supposed visionaries that, quote, all religions are equal before God, unquote. The errors of this false apparition are also seen in regard to the sinlessness of the Virgin and her role as mediatrix of all graces and all intercession. Unlike at Lourdes, the apparition at Lourdes, the true apparition, where the Blessed Mother only prayed the Apostles' Creed and the Glory Be during her recitation of the Holy Rosary, at Medjugorje, the idol prays the prayer of sinners, namely the Our Father, where the harlot of Medjugorje asks that her trespasses be forgiven? Seriously? 
when asked by the six young people if they and others should approach the Blessed Mother for her her intercession, knowing that all graces pass through her hands, the false idol stated, quote, I do not dispose of all graces. Jesus prefers that you address your petitions directly to him rather than through the intermediary like me, unquote. And then we must consider the position taken by the various local ordinaries and bishops and their insistence that nothing supernatural is happening at Magigori. When a lady first allegedly appeared to the six youths in 1981, she reportedly told them that she would only appear three more times. Three more times, that's it. She has since appeared, according to the alleged visionaries, nearly 50,000 more times. The local ordinary for the diocese in which Magigori is located had this to say not too long ago. He said, quote, considering everything that this diocesan chancery has so far researched and studied, including the first seven days of the alleged apparitions, one can say, quote, there have been no apparitions of Our Lady at Magigori, unquote. Furthermore, the same bishop noted that, quote, the apparitions have been studied by several commissions at a diocesan level, by the Croatian Bishops' Conference, the Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith studied the phenomena on two occasions. The local and national commissions arrived at the conclusion that there is nothing supernatural to the apparitions, unquote. And then we must consider the strong opinion of the bishop and exorcist, namely Monsignor Andrea Gemma, on the topic of Magigori. He states very bluntly the following. The apparition at Magigori, quote, is an absolutely diabolical event around which numerous underworld interests revolve. I'm referring to the devil's dung, the bishop said, to money. What else? He continued, at Magigori, everything happens for the sake of money. Pilgrimages, overnight stays, the sales of things... In this way, abusing the good faith of the poor people who go there with the idea of meeting the Madonna, the false seers have set themselves up financially. They have married and live a wealthy life, to say the least, unquote. Do you trust this holy priest, a pillar of the Catholic Church, or the proven liar, schismatic, heretic, plagiarizer, Donald Hartley? That's the only question. The truth is that Hartley and people like him can only lie and assert that Medjugorje was supported by holy men that are now gone and can't defend themselves. Because you would be hard-pressed to find any priest today who believes in Medjugorje. It has become a fringe movement that all but a handful of Catholics have rightfully rejected. Make no mistake, folks, we have won this public debate. You can always tell when somebody knows they can't defend their position because they run. They run and they try to silence the other side. Now, it's very funny because when me and Donald Hartley were partners 
at deeper truth. This is what we experienced from anti-Catholics. This is what we experienced from radical uh, Protestants. This is what we experienced from the SDAs, from the atheists, from the secularists, from the liberals. They weren't willing to debate. They knew they couldn't defend their position. So they ran and they tried to silence you. Well, this is exactly what Donald Hartley did here. He would post his side, but whenever I countered it, he would delete it and, and try to block me. Of course, he couldn't do it, but he tried to. In the end, this debate was had out in the open, even though he tried not to have it. And Medjugorje has been utterly refuted. Though Donald Hartley's position was a moving target, where one day he would say it was approved, one day he would say, well, it's partially approved, or, or it will be approved. Our position was straightforward. We never wavered in our position. Medjugorje has received multiple negative judgments, and that is indistinguishable from a condemnation. A negative judgment and a condemnation are the same things. It is not allowed under penalty of sin for a Catholic to promote an apparition or private revelation that is under a negative judgment, which Medjugorje is. So it is sinful to promote Medjugorje. We sought to demonstrate that these events are not merely false, but they're demonic. And in the show notes, we attach the information that proves this. Well, Deeper Truth relied exclusively on conjecture, hearsay, personal attacks, slander, and emotion. The four persons relied exclusively on objective, verifiable evidence and cogent, fact-based argumentation. At no point in this entire debate did Deeper Truth offer even one objective, verifiable argument for their position. And we maintain that people will rightly judge all of their arguments as fallacious and their, quote, facts, unquote, as not merely unsupported, but unsupportable because they're simply objective falsehoods. Since this was supposedly a disagreement among Catholics, both sides should have been held to the same remedy as laid out in the 18th chapter of Matthew's Gospel and adhered to by the Catholic Church ever since. But if thy brother shall offend against thee, go and rebuke him between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou shalt gain thy brother. And if he will not hear thee, take two or three more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may stand. And if he will not hear them, tell the church. And if he will not hear the church, let him be to thee as a heathen and a publican. Amen. I say to you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound also in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be also loosed in heaven. So when I say that Donald Hartley is a heretic, it's not my words. The words of Scripture. Deeper Truth attempted to create an entirely new subjective standard by which to judge these phenomena. I'll leave it to the reader to decide their motivations, but their approach was absolutely Protestant in nature. 
even speaking out in open defiance against the very bishops charged in making this determination. The four persons always follow the facts and follow the authority of the church in who makes these determinations and how. Donald and I first came to hear about the events in Medjugorje at some point during the mid-1980s. He actually went there. I did not. However, we both experienced the sign of such items as rosaries and miraculous medals turning from silver to gold. On the strength of this superficial phenomenon, we both became sympathetic to the reported events, even though, even at this early stage, I was troubled by the lack of anything substantive to the messages. By the time I formed Deeper Truth by myself, in May of 2009, the initial belief in Medjugorje had given way to a back-and-forth confusion. In retrospect, I can see that even then, I could see that the story of Medjugorje simply didn't add up. But this conflicted in my mind with the fact that so many Catholics who I admired were devotees. Admittedly, in the late 1980s and 1990s, this held great sway over me because nearly all of the Catholics I knew believed in Medjugorje. But over time, that's changed. And now, consistently, I find that 90 to 95% of the Catholics that I know do not believe in Medjugorje. Now, I'm not offering that as evidence that it's not true. I'm not making that argument that it's, it's not true because X number of Catholics are against it. But I'm making the argument that that was the only thing that had me ever believing that maybe it could be true. Because I was persuaded, and wrongly so, by the number of Catholics that were in favor of Medjugorje, rather than investigating it myself. I met Donald about a year and a half after I found A Deeper Truth and asked him to join. And this takes us to about August of 2010. Shortly after that, Margie Prox Sindelar joined Deeper Truth and first broached the subject of Medjugorje. And I stated way back then that with what I had heard about it caused me great suspicion and that I was undecided but leaning in the direction of being against it. I pretty much stayed in this skeptical but unsure position for far too long. I confess that I didn't put forth the effort that I needed to put forth to find the truth. And what kind of sh- shook me out of this paralysis were the content- comments of John Carpenter. Ironically enough, while trying to convince me that Medjugorje was true, I realized that the things that John Carpenter were saying were so absurd and easily refuted that even the most nominally Marian Catholic would know they were false. In short, It took me about five minutes to realize that John Carpenter had no idea what he was talking about. Absolutely clueless. Uh, um, uh, One example. Zalupi claimed that there's nearly 2,700 documented appearances of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now that is a statistic you will find in no Catholic source anywhere. He virtually made it up out of his own mind. He cannot understand the difference between a reported apparition and a documented apparition. Most most apparitions of the Virgin Mary are false. Most of them are false. There's only a few that have been supported, and, and, 
and uh, found to be true. Um, EW10, Ascension Press, New Advent, and others put the number of documented cases, that is, officially approved cases, at 25. And that, that combines those that are uh, approved at the bishop level and the Vatican level. Now, in full disclosure, I did not personally know the individual stories of all 25, probably about 10. One thing I knew for sure, though, is that Medjugorje was not on either list, not on the bishop's list, not on the Vatican list. And this is something that anyone could verify with a 30-second Google search, as former Deeper Truth member William Hemsworth said. So when Carpenter started claiming on our show that Medjugorje was approved, I knew I had to say something. I had to confront Donald about it. After all, our show was called Deeper Truth. And here this uninformed tool was claiming something that every Catholic around the world knew was false. Well, that's when the trouble began, because Donald and I had two different missions at that point. My mission was to find the truth wherever it led me. His mission was to defend John Carpenter and ruin the reputation of this once great apostolate. Now, a diligent examination of the facts led me to two inescapable conclusions. One, John Carpenter has no credibility whatsoever. He just needs to shut up. I, I mean, I can't be any more blunt than that. When it comes to the subject of Marian apparitions, John Carpenter just needs to flat out shut up. He, does, he has no idea what he's talking about. He's a clueless, complete clueless idiot. Multiple apparitions that he's promoting are condemned by the Catholic Church, officially condemned, many at the bishop level and the Vatican level. Among those are San Damiano, Amsterdam, Garabandal, Neju, South Korea, uh, Nekada, Wisconsin, and many others. Second thing I learned is the alleged apparitions of Medjugorje are not only false, they are not only condemned, they're demonic. They are absolutely demonic. The rise of the occult in Medjugorje is proven. There were priests that were in the inner circle of Medjugorje that were defrocked, excommunicated and exiled and among the very serious charges brought against these priests were conjuring up evil spirits. These charges were leveled by none other than Cardinal Ratzinger who would later become Pope Benedict XVI. We're not going to deal with John Carpenter here. We're going to deal with I only provided that to give context to the story but with apologies for this little diversion, it was necessary. It was needed to provide context. The war between Donald Hartley and myself was started by him and has been perpetuated by him for one reason and for one reason only. He isn't man enough to admit that he was wrong. That is not my opinion. It is an objective fact. The facts have proven him wrong. He has seen the facts he has not even attempted to counter the fact all that is left for Donald Hartley to do is to grow up and take the L. Sorry, I can't be any more clear than that. Now, Donald Hartley, instead of being able to counter any of the arguments, has gone on to, in, into sophomoric sophistry 
and claims that anybody that utters anything about Medjugorje or against Medjugorje is part of uh, some, quote, peanut gallery, close quote. Well, one of the things that I found about all of the people that talked against Medjugorje, one, number one, not one of them was vicious or nasty like Donald. They just expressed the facts. Two, all of them were far above Donald in knowledge and intellect and far more respected in Catholic circles. And number three, they backed up everything they said with facts, which he never did. Here's a partial list of the people slandered by Donald Hartley. These are people who Donald Hartley claims are the peanut gallery. Every one of these people rejects Medjugorje. There is current Deeper Truth member, and I know it's only a matter of time before he leaves, is Dr. Gregory Thompson. Then there's at least seven former Deeper Truth members. There's myself, there's former, not current, former Deeper Truth member Terry Delp, former Deeper Truth member William Hemsworth, former Deeper Truth member Michael C. Banco, former Deeper Truth member uh, Linda Hernandez, former Deep, Deeper Truth member uh, Josie Banales, all of these people, all of these former Deeper Truth members, and they left in large part because of Donald's insistence on supporting this, this fraud. Okay? Former Chief Vatican Exorcist Andreas Gemma, the former Chief Vatican Exorcist, he called the events absolutely diabolical. Now, Donald claims that former Chief uh, Vatican Exorcist uh, Gabriel Amorth supported Medjugorje. He's never provided any evidence of that. The statements from Andreas Gemma are documented. The statements from Gabriel Amorth, uh, apparently they're from a diary somewhere. Nobody's ever produced this diary. Uh, as we pointed out at the beginning, contributor to Census Fidelum, the Fatima Center, Lighthouse Media, Father Shannon Collins. Continuing the list of people opposed publicly to Medjugorje, EWTN contributor Father Mitch Pacwa, noted Catholic apologist Patrick Madrid, noted Catholic apologist formerly with Catholic Answers, Patrick Coffin, historian and author of a book with 150 pages of footnotes, Donald Foley, historian and author D. Dr. E. Michael Jones, the late Father Philip Popovich, who publicly testified of the alarming rise of demonic activity in Medjugorje. You want to talk about a priest that wanted Medjugorje to be true and was disappointed that it wasn't? That's Father Philip Popovich. The late Bishop Pavio Zonic, who led two commissions that condemned Medjugorje. Bishop Rotko Peric, the successor to Bishop Zonic, led a third commission that also condemned the events. Bishop Peter Pollock, the current bishop of Mostar, who concurs with his two predecessors that Mary has never appeared in Medjugorje. And the 20 bishops of the 1991 National Commission that voted 19-0 with one abstention that the apparitions are false. Okay? 
the late Pope Benedict XVI, who as a cardinal deposed, defrocked, excommunicated, and exiled five of the priests from the Medjugorje inner circle. Current Pope Francis, who said the woman in Medjugorje is not the mother of Jesus. And the members of the Ruini Commission, who state that the visionaries are spiritually immature liars and actors who have an unhealthy attachment to money. Now, it is true that the Ruini Commission says that they believe in the first seven apparitions. Seven only. The Ruini Commission has expressly stated and voted that all of the apparitions after the seventh one, which occurred in July of 1981, are false, and that Mary is not appearing now in Medjugorje. Where the Marini Commission has it, has it wrong, though, is that even the first seven are also false. And, of course, Mark Shaw, the brother of the operator of the largest Medjugorje website in the world, who we interviewed and stated that his brother knows it's a fraud. And, of course, the late Father Ivro Sivrik, who grew up in Medjugorje and compiled the original transcripts that proved the children lied on multiple occasions attacked the authority of the church, and made all member of heretical claims, such that Bishop Zanuck had no choice but to condemn this fraud. The first eight people that we gave uh, that left, myself and seven others, and Gregory Thompson, uh, myself and six others, and Gregory Thompson, who will eventually leave, they provide the context of why Donald Hartley's apostolate is in flames. Why, he hasn't had a show in weeks because he can't get anybody to help him. He can't get anybody to support his blog. He can't get anybody to support his radio show. Everybody's abandoned him because of his superhuman ego and the fact that he has to make everything resolve around him. He has chased away, alienated, demoralized nearly everyone who supported him for the sake of his wounded ego. The rest of these people are people from which we have provided exhaustive first-hand accounts and information clearly refuting the Medjugorje claims. In addition to that, we provided a video from a a professor of parapsychology that actually videotaped one of the visionaries faking the apparition. Proves it. Um, We're going to provide links at the bottom of this post, uh, the bottom of of this show post, for the mountain evidence we provided. And to this date, Donald Hartley and John Carpenter has provided zero evidence to rebuke this evidence. Not a speck. All they have provided is a remarkably juvenile and feeble attempt at the poisoning the well fallacy. Well, since he feels, sees fit to make a broad brush ad hom attack against the in intellectual prowess of these distinguished people, it's only fair to point out that these attacks are coming from someone who can't spell words like joins and exorcist, as we prove in the show notes. Deeper Truth's entire line of defense of Medjugorje can be summarized by a strikingly short list of specious arguments. Let's take a look at them. The Good Fruits Argument. The argument portends that the number of pilgrims, confessions, masses, conversions, etc. are good fruits that prove the veracity of the apparitions. The argument deliberately ignores the shockingly documented rise in spin-off cults and false apparitions, broken marriages, and occult activity that have resulted from Medjugorje. However, the argument misses the point anyway, because the good fruits argument 
is straight from the seventh chapter of Matthew's gospel. Let me read it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in clothing of sheep, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. By their fruits you shall know them. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, and the evil tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can an evil tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth good fruit shall be cut down and shall be cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. This actually cuts against Mejigoria because it tells us to judge them. The characters involved in Mejigoria, not the events. How do they measure up? Well, Fla- Father Vlasic, spiritual director to the visionaries, was defrocked and excommunicated. Among the serious charges were violations of the Sixth Commandment, sexual sins, and conjuring up spirits. His sexual deviancy came to be known to then Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, who forced him to leave Medjugorje for this and the conjuring up of evil spirits. He is now a full-fledged promoter of the occult New Age and a promoter of U.S. UFO conspiracies. Vlasic's fellow Franciscans, Father Vega and Priscina, led a mod to evict the clergy from a Mostar church. The bishop suspended them. The the so-called gospel told the seers that the bishop was to blame and the dissonant priests were to ignore the bishop's directive. This naked obedience is blasphemy. It's something the real Mary could absolutely not be part of. This right here proves that anyone supporting Medjugorje, Donald Hartley, anyone supporting Medjugorje is blaspheming Our Lady. Over the next few months, the devil with the blue dress on said that the priest should stay in the diocese and continue to hear confessions and give communions, even though they'd been stripped of their faculties. The so-called gospel, which is actually a demon, then said the bishop, a devoutly Marian priest, had no love of God in his heart. The demon continued that the defrocked priest had no faults. Well, Vega's faultlessness took a bit of a hit when he, like Flasic, was defrocked for sexual indiscretions. He impregnated a nun. This is a priest from the inner circle of the visionaries. He impregnated a nun. Their Franciscan brother and central Medjugorje figure, Father Jozo Zofko, was also defrocked for insubordination, and listen to this, molesting Medjugorje pilgrims. Oh, wonderful. Later, the Franciscans were involved in the kidnap of Bishop Perrick, who had to be rescued from his abduction. All six visionaries had become filthy rich, strictly off of Medjugorje funds. This is what Donald Hartley defends. I don't know how he sleeps at night. I, I really don't, Donald. I don't know how you sleep at night defending this. You know your soul's going to hell if you keep defending this. You have to know that. Miracles and signs. Other than a few rosaries changing color, there has literally been nothing from Medjugorje, despite the claims. Rosaries changed color at Nikita, Wisconsin, and it was condemned as well. Not one cure substantiated by the church. Not one miracle substantiated by the church. 
Not one fulfilled prophecy substantiated by the church. Not one medical study of the seers reviewed by and substantiated by the church. So stop lying about brainwaves. It never happened. These are the facts and they are indisputable. Let's talk about Gabriel Lamorth and the late St. John Paul II. Medjugorje adherents in transparent desperation point to the alleged secret support of Medjugorje by the late chief Vatican exorcist Gabriel Lamorth and the late Saint John Paul the Great. The claims are that certain persons have knowledge of other persons who conducted or found interviews, diaries, letters in which these two Catholic luminaries secretly expressed support for Medjugorje. The claims are beyond credible. One of the claims is that Bishop Amorth is alleged to have said that disbelief in Medjugorje is unforgivable. Now, speaking bluntly, anyone who believes that Bishop Amorth actually said that is almost too ignorant to even have a conversation with. Anyone that knows even basic Catholic theology knows that belief in any private revelation, even one like Fatima or Lourdes, is not required. A statement that says disbelief in a condemned apparition is required, or else, is a sure and positive sign that the event is from the devil. In fact, it is the threatening letter to the bishop from the so-called Gospel of Medjugorje that is absolutely one of the infallible proofs that these events are from the devil. The Gospel would never claim, Our Lady would never claim, that the bishop better get on board or else. Of course, Bishop of Morth never said this, and neither did John Paul II ever say the things attributed to him about Medjugorje. They're lies. They never happened. Stop talking and produce the letter. Produce the interview. Produce the diary. Or shut up. Stop trying to pawn that third-party nonsense on us because it is nothing but the very dictionary definition of hearsay. It's inadmissible in a court or any debate. In fact, these arguments actually express your greatest vulnerability. It's not what they allegedly did say, it's what they undeniably didn't say that is your undoing. John Paul II was Pope for 22 years during which Medjugorje was taking place. Never visited the place, not once. Never made any public statement of support, not once. Never made any statement against the four decisions against Medjugorje, even though all four were handed down during his papacy, and even though he served as Pope for 14 years after the last one in 1991. Gabriel Lamorth was Vatican exorcist for 30 years, until his death in 2016. He also showed no support for Medjugorje whatsoever. So this begs the question for both men, but especially for John Paul II, so I'll focus on him. He was Pope. If he believed that Medjugorje was real, what possible motivation did he have to hide it? To not go there once? To not speak about it once? To never once ask for a review of the negative decisions? He had the power. He had the opportunity. And according to you, he had the motivation to further the cause of Medjugorje. Yet he did nothing. The silence 
is deafening. The Gabriel Lamorth and John Paul II lie is nothing but a pathetic, desperate attempt at the appeal to authority fallacy. It simply does not get you where you want to go, even if it were true, which it obviously isn't. It's a fallacious argument. It's, I respect Sam, and Sam likes chocolate ice cream, therefore chocolate ice cream is the best. It is an appeal to opinion to validate an opinion. It actually demonstrates that you cannot make a factual case to advance your opinion that Medjugorje is true. If I made an appeal to a nutritionist to validate that ice cream is fattening, I would be establishing a fact based on an expert in that discipline. Of course, if you follow this advice in Medjugorje and you believe in the authority of the Catholic Church, the authority to appeal to on a private revelation are the bishops. And that authority is spoken with one voice and by a cumulative vote of 22 to 0 has determined that Medjugorje is false. Three popes have reigned for 32 years since that decision and have not even hinted at overturning it. A Catholic is bound under penalty of mortal sin not to promote a condemned event. The Ruini Commission Report To anyone making an appeal to the Ruini Report, I know that you've never read it. See, I have. It doesn't say anything close to what you claim it does. And we included a link so you can read it for yourself. You'll never see Donald Hartley do that. You'll never see Donald Hartley or John Harp Carpenter provide a link to the Ruini Report so you can read it for yourself. They don't want you to read it for yourself. I do. Because as soon as you read the Ruini Report, you will realize that John Carpenter and Donald Hartley are lying about the Ruini Report. Not because I say they're lying, but because you read the report yourself and see that they're lying. The only relevant facts about the Ruini Report is that it's only a report. It is non-binding unless it is approved by the Vatican, and that ain't never going to happen. And here's the rub. Even if the Ruini Report makes it clear that Mary has not appeared in Medjugorje since July of 1981, it's emphatic about it. However, the facts of this case and the fact that Pope Francis has failed to adopt it are the final navels. Medjugorje is disproven, period. Donald and John will not even attempt to counter this with facts. And we ask you to look in the show notes. You can We have videos, we have audios, we have articles, we have mountains of information backing everything up. Medjugorje is refuted. Thank you and God bless.